Hey, the Ground Up Podcast listeners. This episode is going to be a little different. Aaron was editing and realized that the parts that we typically edit out was taken away from the whole vibe. We want you to get the full experience of our interview with Lo Maceo. So enjoy this episode with Lo Maceo at The Collective. It's unedited. And uh, enjoy it. Listen, learn, and be inspired. This podcast is a walk in the life of entrepreneurship. We will interview people from all walks of life, but have one thing in common. They have taken risks, went against the grain, and rose to the occasion to thrive in their purpose. This podcast will be a source of knowledge, inspiration, and proof that greatness can be born from the ground up. From the ground up. From the ground up. Welcome back to the Ground Up Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Rock, and this is a podcast that brings you entrepreneur stories to help you get started and keep going. Today, we're bringing you Lo Maceo. That's I just, me. I just love that name. Thank but you. Lo Maceo, he is the CEO and founder of Collective RBA and owner of RBA's co-retail and creative space, The Collective. Welcome, Lo. Welcome. Good to be here. Thank you for pulling up on us. I mean, I just feel like your parents knew you were going to be somebody. Lo Maceo. Like, I mean, that name just has a... Well, Lo Maceo isn't my real name. People be thinking it, though. Though. No, I mean that's what you know me by. That's cool. Yeah, well, you picked it. You you selected the perfect name for yourself. It has a ring to it. Like it, it it's memorable. Yes, um, it's actually named after my first name is Lowell Lowell. Okay, but uh, so it's you, Maceo Parker is where I got it from. James Brown's lead jazz musician. One of them. I can't remember. I should know. Okay. It's been so long. But yeah, he was with him. Well, I love the name. I love what you're doing here. We're actually here at the collective. This is just a dope space. Like if dope had a had a, <laughs> a definition, it would be the collective. All right, but let's go back in time before you had this brick and mortar, before entrepreneurship. So you graduated from Richmond Community, right? Correct. I'm a pharaoh. Yeah, and so that's dope because that's one of the first public high schools for academically talented students from minority, you know, low income families. Yeah. What was that like for you? Was that um, ex- were you were you intentional about going to that school, or was that an opportunity that just arose? How did that? My dad made me apply, and I applied <laughs> to open, and I got into both. Okay, but he said I needed structure, which hmm. he was right, and Structure's he made me good. go to Richmond Community and. It was cool because it was more hands-on, or I guess you would say my graduating class only had like 31 people in it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you feel like, do you see any of them around the city making moves too? Yeah, I see them. They doing their thing. I talked yeah. to one yesterday. Dope, dope. Um, yeah. so, so I would assume born and raised in Richmond then? Yes. Nice. Love for your city? I'm still here, so it must be. I know, must be. <laughs> I'm with you. All right, so then you went on bachelor's degree in creative and strategic advertising. Let's talk about how, I mean, did you know early on you were going to be into creating a brand and creating a store? Like, what, you choosing that major, you had, you must have had some type of inkling like you wanted to go into this, this I field. I knew I wanted to create and produce things because those people that make the most money. Oh, things okay, that so can, this was a business move from the beginning. Yeah, and just being an entrepreneur, you want to get the best price point and advantage that you can so that's why there's so many things going on but no I was literally in school and I was in the business school but I wasn't really feeling it like like that I was just doing it because that's where all my homies were but uh did that I stopped getting my funding the funding I was getting from school and it was like you got to pick a major today and if you want to keep if you want to stay at school right 
So I literally looked in over the sheets, and there was this thing called creative advertising. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh, that sounds, that sounds pretty cool. I don't know nothing about that, so let's just do it. Yeah. And ever since then, I didn't look back because, like, when I got my syllabus, one thing about it is I didn't have to pay for no books for real because it's all creative stuff. So okay. my syllabus, it said bring something to write with, a piece of paper, something to keep it in, in your imagination. And your imagination. I'll save money already. Saying nothing like that. Yeah, and books was are expensive. Right. So yeah. So, so I went what, there. Did, did you realize? So where'd you go to school at? Uh, Virginia. Virginia. So when you were there school. and you took that, you <laughs> you chose that major. Um, did you realize? So so is that where it all bloomed from? When did you? What led you to entrepreneurship essentially and to really um, monetizing off your creativity? I mean, I used to sell water bottles, mow lawns, recycle, number two wire, mm-hmm. cardboard. My dad always said early on, you have to build the life you want to live. And Ooh. I didn't want to leave that in the hands of somebody else because they could take it away from you because they have taken things away from us, you know. So I'm trying to be as protected as I can. Yeah. And move smarter. Yeah. That's some good advice from your dad. For sure. Um, what was the first step for you to... What do you feel like was your first stop into really uh, your entrepreneur path? Jumping off the porch. Yeah. I knew early on that adults were just full of it. You know what I'm saying? I can't leave. Not, not all adults, but, you know, I've been promised things and adults just be on their old BS. And nobody would really hire me. Um, I had a few jobs. Right out of, like, so when you finished school, you. you no, had, I was already off the porch by then. Okay. Uh, no, I'm talking about, like, in high school. You had trouble finding jobs? Yeah, like I would apply to Foot Locker. All to, I try even try to do cut code. Cut code didn't even hit my line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was calling everybody. Okay, but well I maybe knew. maybe it was. I mean, obviously it was life pushing you in the direction you need to go. So yeah, that's exactly what it was. So it's just been I've been following the past, the motions of it. So okay. how old are you now? I just turned thirty. Oh my goodness, done so much in thirty years. All right, let's talk about what the what have you done. So let's talk about what the collective is. Let's talk about your brand. Uh, yeah, we can definitely do that. So the collective is... And what came first? Because you have a fashion a brand, right? Yeah, Collect. Collect. So th- I'm assuming that came first. Yes, that came first. I had to build a place. We had to build a place to put the stuff that we were pushing right. versus, you know, in and out of the trunk, doing this, that, and the third, wasting gas. Just come see us and let's do it together. They, while they come shop for my brand, they can get your brand too. And we can make money off of it, right? So you jumping ahead, so yeah. Oh, I yeah. yeah. So let's let's explain. Let's really break it down for the people. I want them to really understand what you got going on here. So you had a brand that you created. Were you already brands? brands? So, well, t- brands. tell me. Oh no, I mean, just at the stage of that we are, the phase of time, the time that we're in, time space that we're in. You know, a lot of people or becoming entrepreneurs or want to work for themselves, especially with the pandemic. So I had to start my business plan over when the pandemic hit because my foundation wasn't as strong as it should have been because I probably would have got more money. But that's neither here nor there. But um, now I'm able to leverage having a proper business structures set up or being set up. So basically you were already doing your entrepreneur moves, making money from the brands that you built. But during this time from the pandemic, you were able to kind of Put your ducks in a row in order mm-hmm. to get this brick and mortar open. Yes, had to. Because I knew somebody was going to have a space for sale because everybody was closing. You forgot all the restaurants were closing. Yeah. And I'm like, somebody's going to have a spot open. Yeah. And they're going to be wanting to give it away because it's the pandemic. And luckily, it just it was just perfect timing, I guess, because we didn't know this building was here a year ago. Yeah. We just started looking and 
So when you say we, who? Yeah, me, Nick. Okay, hold on. And Gotti. Yeah. Oh, got to hit that memory card. How'd you know? Oh, because I do this. Uh, I mean, like, I do that, too. <laughs> I, yeah. do, I record things. But, yeah, I want to I wanna really kind of break down. I mean, you've done a lot in to be 30 years old, accomplish a lot. And I kinda, Don't feel like it. I feel like I'm stuck really? sometimes. Well, a lot of times people who've done a lot feel that way. <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> but I really want yeah. you to kind of um, not skip ahead. You know what I mean? I forgot what I even said to you, so I'm, I'm going to try my best. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what we talked about. I'm going to stay on topic. No, you're not going off topic. Oh. You're going too fast. I'm sorry. Yeah. I tend to do that. I need to slow down. This is going to be a 20-minute interview. <laughs> yeah, let's like, because I want people to know what the grind was. You didn't just wake up overnight and have this place, right? That didn't I mean, happen. I'm stuck in it, so I don't even be thinking about it. Yeah, it, that happens a lot. I feel like um, we don't, when you're trying to accomplish stuff, you don't really take the time to reflect on what you've done. I have not. I've just not started doing that. Yeah, I feel you. Because I've been in the crib the past week. <laughs> everything you did record, though. You were recording everything, right? Lord, have mercy, Aaron. I don't oh, know where. I don't Lord. Know. What did I say? <laughs> no, y'all good. All right, I'm going to pick up somewhere different. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in 2018, you were honored on the iPower Under 30 list for Richmond's most influential trailblazers under the age of 30. You were 30 now, but then you weren't. Yeah, yeah so yeah. <laughs> but to make that list, what did that what did that feel like? I mean, I was already, I was just doing my thing. And what's your thing? What were you doing to, to get the eyes Man, on you, get the time, recognition? I was, the collect was in more emotion. Okay. Um... I was everywhere. I was I was DJing four times a week. I was doing photography, videography, pretty much everything we doing here, just not without a location. So all your creative, so you're saying you were doing videography, photography, you were DJing, you had your clothing brand. So you've always just had multiple hats, multiple things you were doing. How, how was is that? Is that just your nature, or are you, are you, is it? Are you grinding for something? Like yeah, I'm definitely grinding to push towards something. But I help. I, most people that know me be like, yeah, you just fulfilling your ADHD because I do things and I leave, go do something else just to stay busy. But now, you know, like as far as structure, like I try not to spend more than like two hours on certain things. Like even like when it comes down to DJing, I used to DJ for six, seven hours. I'm not trying to do that no more. Hook me up with a two and a half hour set. If it's a wedding, then you got to pay that check. Like that's <laughs> what it is. You got to. Because literally, if I got to go do that now, it takes away from me being over here. Right. So, yeah, balancing everything. That's pretty much what I try to do. Yeah. And so let's go into what the collective actually is. Um, how do you describe it to people? I mean, because it's more than a retail space. It's a location where we focus on your business and services and help you market it to our demographic, your demographic. It's just pushing each other. It's a collaborative effort. So pretty much uh, that's what we push in. A lot of our designers collab on pieces. Like they'll get it tie-dyed. They'll get one of our graphic designers to mock up an image or a line. It's pretty much just so can So shop. creatives come here and, like, say they have an idea. You guys can actually help them implement it to actually make it happen. Yes. 
turn it into reality, nothing into something. I love that. Um, I always ask my entrepreneurs I interview is building relationships seems to be one of the key factors in the success of entrepreneurship. How do you feel? I mean, to me, this, the collective is the epitome of building relationships. You know, how does that, how has that played into your journey? I've met so many people that I would not have met if we never opened it. That part, for real. Yeah. And then a lot of people really don't, they really don't know what I do. <laughs> they really be like, well, well you do a lot. Do? They be like, he do a lot. That's why everybody, he yeah. be doing the most, bro. But um, it's also a way to showcase, because people be like, oh, you can help me with this? I be like, yeah. Some people be like, bro, you don't tell me no sometimes. I'm like, I'm trying to see you do it. Like, yeah. I'm trying to see how it turn out. Tell us about some of the uh, creatives that have been successful from being a part of the collective. Uh, where to start? So pretty much everybody has had their share of success, but like for instance, like Easy Peasy moved his family down here from New Jersey. Um, no, it's seriously, I can't really. Th- everybody has different roles, but as far as like products being pushed, we've been pushing more products than we would have if we not opened it. Pretty right. much. So our top selling products are, you know, you got the orange peel, you got the flight school, collect when it's there. <laughs> and that's uh, your brand? Yeah. I'm actually waiting on my stuff now. Shipping is messing everything up for everybody. Right. But, um, yeah. So before the collective was a brick and mortar, w- was this an online? No, it literally was just a business plan that we've been putting together based off the insights of me doing events, so many events, um, from DJing to videography to baby showers to one-year-old birthday parties to 60th birthday parties oh, to wow. printing custom merch for people's events or flyer designs. I mean, so literally you, you do and have done a lot, and it sounds like you, you know, have partners. You have people that... Yeah, to help you run. Got mm-hmm. you. You got to have a strong team, and that's what the collective is. It's a team to help you push your... St- your product or service because mm-hmm. most people don't think about the advertising or marketing budget right here is real touch points like people can come and interact with your brand in different ways somebody may come in for a custom piece of jewelry but they may see your your hat mm-hmm. or they may be like oh y'all do this my cousin got a line y'all can help him out with that yes yeah, send him a number we're gonna try to set them up right so just networking resources utilizing people because it is relationship business even more than Ever now, because people don't want to work. They don't just want to work for somebody. They want to do this. Everybody they has have their, their own, own mind. Yeah. So this is a you getting your own. Yeah. Some of, the, some of the things you <laughs> said um, pre-podcast that led to your success, faith, discipline, environment, relationships, creativity, mentors. Let's break that down a little bit. Mm. So how is yeah. your, I mean, those are some good, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that would lead to success. So how, let's talk about your faith. How has your faith played a role into your entrepreneur journey? Gotta have a God like, you know, my mom is from Louisiana, so I grew up in the church. Mm. So they were really faith heavy based. And my dad was actually from the country, a small town where everybody went to the same church, just that everybody showed up at my grandma's house. So a sense of community and just, you gotta have faith if you wanna go anywhere because nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody Kinda. really knows what's going on. I think like about that. it. Yeah, no, you're you absolutely really right. It. Nobody really knows. We all just out here trying to do the best we can. And we need a guiding light. So I mm-hmm. love that. I love that you put that first, too. Discipline. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, is that something that was instilled in you, or have you learned to discipline yourself? I feel like discipline is a constant 
learning process, learning curve. But that's the thing about discipline. The more disciplined you are, you become, you realize what it's like when you're not disciplined or when you're about to spiral out of control. Because mm. you have to be disciplined and taking care of yourself, too. That's one thing I've just now started incorporating in what we got going on, what I got going on. But, um... I yeah, like that. I want to. I want to hit on that again. Now you said so. You got to be disciplined and taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like you've been grinding in the last, definitely last decade. Um, and now you said now you're incorporating that. Is that because you're realizing the importance to keep going? That you have to also discipline self care. That importance. I have to be because my daughter was born a week ago today. Oh well, congratulations! So I had I mean, your whole life just changed. Yeah, a lot can happen in a year. <laughs> I mean, real. you got two babies. This baby nine months old as far as the brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Now you just you have a newborn. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was brewing for nine months. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, because even like being disciplined, like, I got to be focused when I come in and check in. And I can't be distracted when I check out. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got to be because they hate when my phone be ringing. They be looking at me like, no, I could have swore. You said yeah. you was off, bro. I'm like, what you want me to do? I got to. But now I've been putting boundaries, like, I've told, I had to tell some people this week, like, Monday through Thursday, 12 to 7, that's when you reach me. If you hit me at 8.01 on a Thursday, I won't talk to you till the next business day. What does Monday. that feel like, setting boundaries, though? Is, I mean, is there a sense of freedom? Like, now you can have a little bit more control over your time and yeah, your that's, mind? <laughs> that's one thing I never wanted to, you know, abuse was the freedom part. But now I've worked to the point where I really, if I really don't feel, there's a lot of things I've done that I didn't I feel like doing. But now I don't have to do it no more because somebody else will either do it or I can figure out a way for it to get done and everything still be in the road. That's what managing is about, managing overhead and stuff like that. Um, what's the budget? Um, and that's another thing that I like starting with where first is what's your budget? Because, mm-hmm. like I said, everything's custom built. Like today, somebody came in, they wanted to put their stuff in the store, but then they see the space. Oh, I do podcasts too. What that look like? <laughs> can y'all help me do this? Then next thing you know, he said, bro, whatever you need, just holler at me because I want to learn too. So it's like people that know what they what to expect to get out of something, you know, because mm-hmm. it's a we got to share resources and knowledge at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, you also said mentors. What mentors have you been able to be blessed with? Certain you peers. A, certain peers. peers. My, my father. I have a score mentor. His yeah, name so is I was going to hit on the score mentor. Emmett really held it, holds it down. What um, is, what is the score mentor? What is that program or? It was, it's just a mentorship program, um, and they, you fill out the survey, and they put you in the right direction of somebody that's willing to volunteer their time to help guide you in the right direction. So my guy actually was an engineer and helped build systems, mm. which was kind of cool, because that's kind of what this is. It's supposed to be a system. So him, for sure, um, and just experiences through life, just mentorship moments where it's like, yeah, don't do that again. Or you may not come out alive. Your mama <laughs> should know. Your mom would not want you here. I've been through it. So, yeah. yeah. What prompted you as far as like the score mentorship? I just love when people actually take advantage Corinne of this type did. of. Corinne? Yeah, that's some Corinne set up. I love Corinne. Is, Corinne yeah, White. Yeah. We love her at the Ground Up Podcast. Yes, we do. Yes, episode I'll have to put in the show notes, but definitely if y'all haven't listened to her episode, whoo, one of my I favorites. Need to listen to it. It, you need to listen to Corinne's episode. Corinne is a she's a badass out here in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Wow.
there's a new business in town. Golden Touch Mobile Detailing. If you're in the Richmond, Virginia area and tired of riding dirty, or you appreciate a deep clean, book an appointment with Golden Touch Mobile Detailing. It's not your average car wash. Full interior and exterior cleaning, and Golden Touch Mobile Detailing comes to you. It's the attention to detail to make you a returning customer. Follow the Instagram at Golden Touch RVA and book your appointment. I guarantee you'll be riding clean. Um, all right. So what do you feel like has been one of the most challenging things for you as far as entrepreneurship? Balancing. Balancing. Yeah. Boundaries. Because even like think about it, like the time when I was a DJ, if DJing four times a week and trying to. Bounce back. I could bounce back, but now as you get older, you can't bounce back like you used to. Like mm-hmm. I can't be out four a.m. in the morning and trying to come well, in yeah, on the Monday. Now you got a baby, so yeah, I can't. Nah, if you do that, I have to make it. A, I have to like literally make it a thing. Yeah, I'm like I used to DJ, go from DJ, photography set, print some T-shirts, all in one day. If you paying me to DJ, I got to block out the whole day now because I can't keep switching. So I, it has Are you passionate about it all? What, what's your? I mean, do you? I mean, not that you have to have one passion, but is is? Do you enjoy it all? <laughs> what? Is that a good question no, or a bad one? <laughs> no, no, that's a that's a real question. Yeah. No, it's definitely enjoying the process. Um, definitely enjoy that part. But like I said, I've been moving so fast, and things have been going how they're going. We have so many moving parts. I haven't really had a chance to sit down till it's last to week. Ask yourself what you enjoy. Yeah, and now I know I enjoy being over there with my daughter, so I'm going to focus on right. <laughs> making sure this is handled without so me you putting kinda, so much into it. It really sounds like you're at a stage where, in your entrepreneur journey, where you can do more delegating and start, no, uh, okay. No, 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 oh, yes. Yes, okay, yes. yeah. I was well, agreeing with okay. 110%. <laughs> where you can do more delegating and really kind of start to like kind of be more of an overseer management and step away so you can... I mean, you can't, I know you're not trying to leave, but you're at a different phase in your life where it seems like you want to have boundaries and really spend that quality time with the things I want to do matters and most. figure out what I want to do personally. Cause I have not had a personal life in mm. years. I literally have not taken no vacation. I've missed birthdays. <laughs> I missed all types of stuff. Why? Time is valuable. I wanted to put the time in now than later. And it was a need for it. <laughs> Just got to make sure we maximize it. Yeah. That's what it is. And holding everybody accountable, what to expect from us, what I will do, what I won't do. So, yeah. Wow. I hope that answered that question. You did answer the question. Okay. <laughs> um, so do you have any, like, practices or routines that help you accomplish your goals? Are you a goal setter? I mean, yeah. I know you accomplish stuff, but do you, like, set goals or? Yeah, definitely set goals. Like being with discipline, mm-hmm. there was a time where I was getting up every morning at five, going to the gym every, for five days out of the week. Then, you know, start my day off how I wanted to. Like, I don't look at my phone when I get up until it's time for me to clock in. Because that's distracting. Your morning should be yours. You know what I'm saying? You stretch, you do your yoga, you make sure you eat something. Sometimes I totally don't eat anything. But um, I like getting the most out of my day. Versus staying up all night sometimes. You were speaking my closed. language. Yeah, things be closed by the time you wake up at 10, bro. They've been up since 4. Like, I'm I mean, not, I, I got, just, I mean, personally, uh, I find the mornings to be, like, just a precious time of the day. Nobody bothers you for real till they wake up. 
Because people be up at night texting, whatever. But if I wake up at 6 and you texting me at 6 a.m., then we might be on the same time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you working on? You answering emails. You know what I'm saying? But you but, feel um, like like having that morning routine, um, and that, I mean, really, you're just giving your life structure. Has that has that helped you as far as feeling like you're taking good care of yourself? Yeah. And standing on that, because that's still people, I told them, I'm not picking up no phone before a certain time. And they would call me at like 930, <laughs> 11.30. I'm not picking it up. There's people waiting to hit me, hear back from me right now. And then I would get to it tomorrow because it's after 7 at this point. I feel you. Um, you feel like, so you mentioned like a business plan. Um, do you feel like that all of this that you created was planned or has it just been a series? It of feels like it was planned. Okay. But it was a series of good decisions and bad decisions. <laughs> Definitely made some bad decisions. Um, yeah. Just from not knowing a know-how standpoint, like the things you learn business-wise, because there's still things I'm learning that we're all learning, trying mm-hmm. to apply it to certain things. Because Can you give any um, give any business advice? Give any tips? Anything you learn? Like, what do you feel like is something you make it? Could spare someone, although I do feel like taking those L's is a part of the process, right? It's part of the journey. <laughs> but also being open and listening to people who have, you know, taken the path is important too. Any 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 guidance you want to give to to young entrepreneurs, to new entrepreneurs? Do your research, budget. Don't let it stretch you out. It's because it's gonna stretch you out. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to detach. Because even from a business standpoint, you got to make sure your people detach or mm-hmm. clock out or okay mentally. Because there's been situations where my homie just snaps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, from the pressure? Yeah, not in a bad way, but people being in the way, taking too long, people not falling in line how they necessarily should. Because at the end of the day, we're making, we're helping your dreams come true because you wouldn't, we wouldn't be here without each other. Right. Because I can't manage this space by myself. We have a lot of moving parts. We have photo shoots. We have podcasts. We have event drops. We have infused dinners, yoga yoga days, and stuff like that. So it's just manage, mean, time management. That's what it comes down to. Time management, yeah. Um, what's something you're doing to to grow the business? What is there anything you're working on to get more creatives in here and Bro. Yes. Lawyers. Mm. Yes. I can, I'm pressing that one until I get my paperwork. It's getting straight. I'm just waiting on it to get finalized. But definitely, that's. I feel like that's a good point because I'm not no lawyer. I'm not an accountant. I know how to go by the book and look at the numbers and stuff like that. But as far as that's a whole professional job, I shouldn't have to talk to you about this after we talked about it already. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a <laughs> solid piece of advice right there to entrepreneurs is, is to make because sure. Because as creators, we do need structure. Mm-hmm. We need uh, guidelines to operate, uh, and as a creative. We and always, to protect yourself, too. Yes, yeah, a double-edged sword, because they can point the finger at you, too, sometimes. If they feel like they can call you out, they will look for out or look away f- to get by on you. Especially with, like, hey, this person got this over here, this, that, and the third. I ain't trying to hear all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that time that we go back and forth, it could be time outreaching or advertising, which is what I want to focus on is advertising, the content that we put out. Because this is going on the page, too. <laughs> Are y'all cool with that? Yeah, of course. Mm. The Ground Up Podcast and the, coll- uh, and the Collective, we need to collab. Like, this is. No, you can, yeah, set it up on I'll approve it. 
Yeah, this is like literally a dream space in Richmond. Um, you you do you do so much here, but to me, for real, it just seems like a a space for creatives to have the guidance and structure to do it the right way and also to maximize their gift as far as like how do you market yourself how do you you know how do you make this something that you can really grow and thrive on and you can't do that by yourself you know you need it you need people to guide you you need uh, you need people to collab with you and I feel like you've really created a special space here in Richmond thank you I feel the same way most of the time not all the time for real (laughs) I'm very happy with what we're doing um Everybody sees where it could go. Just got to make it tangible. Right. Yeah. Um, What do you think it is about yourself that's helped you in entrepreneurship? My stubbornness to give up. Okay. (laughs) That far. I thought about giving up numerous times. I was almost a firefighter. (laughs) Needed some stability. Aaron Aaron thought about doing that too. Hey, hey. when the pandemic hit, bro, I was ready to go to Amazon. Then I was like, you know what? I can't. I was really ready to. Hang up the jersey. So what was the... When I go to Amazon, it was a quick play, but yeah. I have no resume. I, I I don't even... Have you ever had a nine, like a nine to five? Have you worked for anybody else? My last real job was... I had an internship at City Hall. Okay. In college at the Office of Minority Business. That nice. was an internship. Shout out to them, too. I got to pull up on them. Um, but before then, I think it was like BJ's. Okay. And they fired me on my day off. That's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, that was literally, the, that's literally the last thing I remember. I tried to work for my, uh, I attempted to work with my homie JT Logan, the cool, great dude, but we was, we were at different steps in our crea- crea- career. Yeah. Um, and I got to pull up on him too, because um, we both got little girls now. But yeah, so I just wanted to outreach market talk to newer different people to let know what we have going on here because mm-hmm. nobody really knows what we be doing except us and people are like what y'all want me to do what y'all want? this that and the third just providing clear communication oh communicate mm-hmm. focus on communication because things get a lot of things get lost in translation you'll be surprised yeah if you don't take a note on it they'll be like yeah remember i said this or like i had to put boundaries like when we're in the meeting People will come in and be like, yo, I got this idea. That's, yo, you got to save that for our meeting. Mm-hmm. I know you was there. <laughs> we was talking about that, but you throwing us off. And we got to be able to um, fulfill this project project or vision that we're working on. Right. Um, so success looks different for everybody. Uh, what does it look like for you? How, would, you know, how do you measure your success? I'm rubbing my face like these, these questions are stressing me out. They're not oh, really. my gosh. Um, no, don't be stressed. How do I be define stressed. the success? Yeah, well, yeah, but, what, okay, let's, let's it ain't got to be that deep how you define, no, cool. but, like, you know, what what makes you feel successful? You see that? Working on the fly. We working around the clock. Um, that? Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, did I? Yeah, so freedom. Because I wouldn't have done what I did if I didn't want to work towards that. Yeah. Was there ever a moment you doubted any of this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's more, it's more, it's less doubt now that we can actually see all the numbers working together because everybody be trying to do their own thing over here. And when I just like, hey, we built the system for this, 
for everybody to use so we can actually have some insight. Mm-hmm. So I love question? that you. Well, uh, <laughs> I think I was, I was going somewhere with it. I can't remember. Uh, but I love that you said uh, you built a like you keep mentioning building systems, and I, I feel like um, that's so important in business. Yeah. Uh, How did you realize that, or was it just something you, you learned along the way? I mean, all right, so the system in regards of also this, like, there's so many payment options nowadays. There's Venmo, there's PayPal, there's Zelle. Cash App. There's Cash App. There's Square. so many things. So there was a point in time where I was just going through all of the accounts, <laughs> trying to put together the the calls outside of the PayPal, the 2.9% plus the 10% at the... And it was a lot to manage. So that's another reason to use the system so everything isn't all over the place. Right. You can see that this was teacher sales and not drink sales or you need a scope. You need a dashboard for your business, long right. story short. Absolutely. Um, anything you want to make sure that people know about the collective and about you as an entrepreneur? Sign up for memberships. They're coming by the 15th. What does that look like? What's the membership look like? So pretty much it's, um, it's a multifaceted membership based on what... So we have the storefront retail membership. We have the digital creator membership. We have a production membership. Uh, or even just a customer membership where you get discounts on certain items, access to certain events, early access. You get access to the online store. So just creating like a more of subscription automation type thing. That way... We can actually affect the community because we've fed the homeless, got our grill stolen mm-hmm. one day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just things to help us, you know, make sure we give back. Right. So that's another way of helping the community. It's all, it includes all of us. Anything you want the people to make sure they know about you? Follow me on everything at Lomaceo, L-O-W-E-M-A-C-E-O. Yeah, just holler at me there. All right. Somebody will see it. <laughs> All right. I believe a uh, majority of entrepreneurs have considered their legacy. How do you want to be remembered? As a person that didn't get in other people's way. I tell people all the time, I'm not in your way. I'm trying to be right beside you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can go together for real. You need me to pull up? People ask me, you, you did. Some people were like, like, yo, did he pay that? I'm like, nah. He said, oh, no. Nah, what's his Instagram, bro? We going to go <laughs> collect. You know what I'm saying? It's built off of that. Collect is me it, me moving around the city as a child. My dad used to send me on errands. My grandma used to send me on errands. A lot of people used to send me on errands. So, and then that's how you get the T-shirts in the trunk. Hey, yeah, because you pull up, like, yeah, I see you got the T-shirts. Where the, you sell the T-shirts, you know what I'm saying? So it's just putting all of it together in one spot. That way we can deliver multiple packages to no matter where we ship it. We can ship it. We can ship your product to here. So we're switching over to scaling up into regional brands. So talking to people in North Carolina and New York. And so you want to be remembered as the one who brought it all together. That's kind of what I do. Cause a lot of people, I mean, that's really what you've done here. You've really brought it all together. Yeah. Yeah. That part. No, it's literally like a creative director, creative designer, yeah. the dots. Cause a lot of people wouldn't even be doing some of this stuff. If I didn't ask, like some people, one person does security for me. He only does security for me. Like, I'm not dealing with nobody else because he got family. But he, every time I call, he'll come do it. You know, that's what it's about, relationships. Relationships. I know this person would do this for that. <laughs> and it helps 
I know a lot of we know a lot of people's price points, so it's helped to it helps package things. Mm-hmm. Like double checking, like oh, is this your price point? This is how much it is for that, and we'll we'll break it down, throw the points on it. Or it's the game. It's all a game. It's all a game. Do you have any like you have a phrase or a quote or anything you live by? A mindset. Is that is that that Lil Wayne quote? I, you, I was literally about to bring that up because it was in your it's in your bio on Instagram. So yeah. you must really you truly do. <laughs> That's a, that's just one of them. It's okay. one, one of the more. Well, the one that I read that I like was fast money don't last too long. You gotta, you gotta pace, pace it. it. You gotta pace it because that fast money will be gone. I'm trying to tell you, we done effed up some bags, <laughs> like on vacation or when I did go on vacation. Like even in college, we would go to. We were 20 years old going to Panama City Beach. Like. I mean, I'm glad I don't regret it. It was fun. Yeah, But we could have spent that money more wisely. Right, right, right. But now you know. Yeah. And you're still so young. You got so so much more wealth to build. Forever young, definitely. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. You ready to play this game? Let's play it. All right, let's do it. Would you rather this or that? Would you rather have a business collaboration with P. Diddy or Master P? I'm from the South. Hmm, I'm going to have to go P. Diddy. He did I'm sorry, Master P. You <laughs> only right. two, though. This or that. Fresh kicks or fresh cut? Kicks. Kicks. Would you rather host or attend? If you don't say host, I don't know. Right, I'm like, to say it's host. I'm trying to host. give you a reason to <laughs> say attend. Because the only reason I would say attend because I would like to go to somebody else's thing. Right. Because I haven't done that. That's what I want to do. Is like I haven't been to no concerts. The pandemic stopped a lot of stuff like that. But, like, yeah, yeah I always like hosting because you always, I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this or that, steak, che- steak and cheese or chicken Philly? Chicken Philly, I don't eat red meat. Okay, there we go. Or pork. Would you rather have respect or power? Come on, power. Love. What? <laughs> no, y'all. What? I mean, I'm just trying to know. People respect. It's all about the respect. It's you know? all about the I respect. Just to see. She's like, power. <laughs> I knew you were going to say respect. No, so I was it's, like, it's what? Definitely, it's definitely respect. Definitely respect. I wouldn't be here without respect because I didn't always have power. Mm. That's something new. <laughs> well, we definitely respect you, respect your hustle, respect what you've built here, and so glad to have you, you on the Ground Up Podcast. I'm glad that y'all pulled up. Thank y'all. Yeah. So how can listeners reach you? Lomacio on everything, L-O-W-E-M-A-C-E-O, Collective RVA on everything. All right. Yeah. It'll all be in the show notes. Thank you guys so much, and we will uh, be back next week with another episode of the Ground Up Podcast. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to the Ground Up Podcast. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button, rate, and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram at the Ground Up Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you're really feeling us, become a Patreon, or as we like to call them, a friend of the podcast.